your your house where you're sitting to a car where you're sitting, sitting. Yeah. to a class where you literally are trying to squat like your body's getting into that position and then trying to go the opposite direction with heavy load like like if you don't get hurt you're lucky like <laughs> like and that, you know and so All right, everybody, welcome back. You're listening to the Verity Podcast. Joined here today by Coach Monroe and Coach Kensa. Uh, Kensa, we haven't seen you in a long time. What's going on, man? A lot. <laughs> I feel like I always start by saying a lot, but um, a lot. I mean, I'm, I just finished my level two in weightlifting, which is really cool. That was a long time coming. Wanted to do it last year, but with COVID, it was very hard, um, which was honestly a blessing. Sorry, we're going to be off topic a little bit, but it was a blessing because- no, dive in, man. You're good. Um, I actually knew everything the level two was going to teach because I had a whole year of programming. So I started programming one-on-ones and all that stuff. And that's really what level two was about, uh, how to optimize weightlifting programming for athletic performance plus weightlifting as a sport, uh, and strength. Um, and then on top of coaching competition. So that's something that I've never done. So that, that was a really good experience there. Um, I am competing in the Arnold coming in March. Yes. Like, which, which in, like in Columbus? In Col- Columbus, yeah. So, I'll so be, what, they have a ton of stuff there. What are you competing in specifically? Bikini. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want the photo shots of that. You should see the Speedos. Um, no, I got, um, I'm competing in the 89 kilogram weightlifting. So awesome. I am in the open division, um, which it's, I'm happy with that because this would be my first like super big competition, but I'm slightly upset at the fact that I missed finals by one pound last year. And I only missed it because I lifted in pound plates. So pounds, it's, it's equivalent to kilos, but they round up because pounds weighs a little bit more. So sure. um, I technically had it by a pound, but because it round down with kilos, it messed me up. So, um, but as long as I have a good competition, I'll be fine. So I'm excited. Yeah, when, strong. Yeah. When's, uh, when's the competition? March... Is there any way we can watch that? Yeah. Or there so, is. Yeah, how, how, can we, be, how can we see it? So I'm actually on the TV platform, which would be kind of cool. Oh, oh YouTube. I'm going to watch <laughs> that. YouTube platform. Nice. I'm going to watch that. Um, like I know that I, guy. Yeah. So <laughs> I think the the whole competition starts Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are on the I think the bigger platforms. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm saying that I might not even be on it, but I, but there will be uh, coverage. How's the how's the format work? Uh, format in like just like how many like how many times are you lifting? Do you lift every day? Do you have two chances to yeah. snatch and that's it? How does that work? So it's it's very unique, which is why um, I I'm I'm kind of excited because it's something that I really really haven't perfect or dabbled in. Um, but ideally, it's a it's a uh, progression of load. So the barbell start at one load and it will always go up. It will never go down. So it's kind of like a Congo line. Um, you get three attempts to lift three weights uh, in the snatch and then immediately followed by a clean and jerk. Um, so you declare your weights. So if you declare that you're going to lift 125 kilos, which is 275 pounds, the moment the bar hits 275, the lifters that declare they're going to lift that all have to lift. Okay. And then the moment that goes to 278, I cannot have another shot at 275. I have to lift at 278. So and you and you get three lifts. You get three lifts. So okay. ideally, what I didn't do on my first competition was um, 
I didn't go out confident on the first one just to get a number on the board. I had a big ego check and I went for something very heavy and missed it. So then the barbell went up and missed it. <laughs> and the barbell went up and missed it. Oh, man. <laughs> so um, God, this is a good experience. It though. was. It was. And then I showed up in the clean. Hell yeah. So, uh, but I'm, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> what's really weird is I think my opener this year would be a weight that I was going to finish last year, which feels That's good. That's progress, dude. Yeah, which feels really good. That's fantastic. Uh, Coach Monroe, hey, man. How's hey, the beanbag? Dude, the beanbag is good. Yeah. You know, being You're on the floor. You're in a good squat position. You are in a good squat what position. What is that? Can you, can you speak to that oh, yeah. earth fed? Oh, yeah. So we got uh, earth fed muscle, man. New, what, uh, what is earth fed? So you guys were describing this before I walked in. What do we got? Yeah, so it's a, it's a brand of protein. Um, they're just grass-fed whey protein. They're big in the weightlifting good. community. Um, and, you know, I've seen a lot of them around. Um, never really, you know, I've heard about them for years, but never really had the chance to try their stuff. Um, turns out it's like really good <laughs> and it's delicious. Um, so we got a bunch of samples. Um, we've been kind of shopping around for a different brand of uh, supplements to go with here at Verity yeah. um, for the last couple months. And, you know, they seem like they're going to be a pretty good fit for us. We're doing a tasting this Saturday. Um, we'll be tasting it throughout the morning. A um, bunch cool. of different flavors of their protein. Yeah, a bunch of different, like they have greens, all sorts of other stuff um, that we'll taste. Uh, and then, you know, we'll be able to place an order and, you know, carry uh, some really tasty grass-fed protein. They're, it's very, like, you know, minimal ingredients. Um, you know, it's earth-fed muscle, so it's all grass-fed whey and everything. So um, really cool about that. Uh, we also just got in uh, Froning Farms. So we're carrying their bison sticks. What do you uh, What do you think of the bison sticks? I think they're delicious. Yeah, yeah. I like, like I like uh, bison a lot, and I saw those on I don't know YouTube something like that, and I was yeah. like, oh, I should probably try those. Never have. Uh, they're good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. So it's delicious. So why do you like bison over? Just curious for some of the members because I don't think a lot of members had bison before. But why bison over turkey or over beef? I guess right. Isn't that the other stuff? Stick. Wait. Are you asking me? No, just in general. Yeah, asking both of you. Why you, do you, you, like you can go first if you want to. I just uh, think from a macronutrient perspective, it's my favorite thing to do, and I think there's a little bit more flavor in a bison than there is in just traditional beef. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there's, like, like zoo chemicals and phytochemicals are, like, different different protein sources have different zoo chemicals. Like the what, what are zoo chemicals? They're, like, the micronutrients of uh, animal proteins. Okay. So, like, oh. phytochemicals are the micronutrients of plant uh plants mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean if you're only eating and that's one thing like with nutrition coaching it's it's eat a wide variety of minimally processed whole foods and that includes a wide variety of different types of protein sources like i think we typically get stuck in like the chicken broccoli rice kind of mindset um <laughs> but i mean if you're only eating chicken and ground beef you're really only having two sources of protein oh, um and like you know then people are like, oh, I need a fish oil supplement because my joints hurt. It's like, no, you should probably just eat some fish. Um, so I think bison is in the same vein of, you know, it's more like gamey type of meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that like deer and bison, those are typically like not grown on farms with a bunch of hormones. So I feel like it's That's you a know, probably thing. a better option. But, sure. you know, there's definitely micronutrients that are in bison that aren't in cows or other kinds of protein, animal protein. What's your favorite type of protein? steak mm. what's your favorite type but, of protein 
fish. fish. <laughs> yeah, I knew he was going to say fish. Okay, fish. so a better question. What's your favorite cut of steak? What's oh, your man. Favorite cut from the cow? Filet mignon. Don't say filet. It's okay. whack. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so you're a filet. Dude, I'm not, this, I'm not this fancy. I don't even know if I could really tell you what, the, what my favorite cut of steak is. I just go there and I'll grab, uh, I'll just grab whatever's cheap typically. Yeah, so I'll probably, I'll probably eat a lot of sirloin. Is, is, prime, rib, is prime rib steak? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll go with prime rib then. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't have it either. I just. Oh. People are gonna make fun of me when I say this, but it's just steak cutting cubes on rice with soy sauce. Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing it all tastes the same. He likes what he likes. My favorite is uh, skirt steak. Mm. Skirt steak. Oh, delicious. skirt steak's good. Like flank steak. Oh yeah. Same? That's delicious. that's good stuff. Yeah. Um, we recently did this. Is not a plug at all. We recently did butcher box. Oh um, yeah. Which is how is that? It's really good. I was really pleased. One, the service is just it was pretty impeccable. But they also give you so they they gave us a couple like free add on stuff so we could try some different stuff. Sure. So we got like pork butt. That's actually a lot better than I thought oh, yeah. that was going to be. It came with brisket, thighs, like just stuff I typically wouldn't try. And it's really good, man. And it's all you know non hormonal stuff, which is really good. Not a bunch of Dang, bullshit in sure. there, which is really awesome. So not a plug, but it's something that we tried, which I which I thought was really good. Yeah. I was gonna. I'm going to bite the bullet and have it done yet. Well, it's good, man. Butcher box. It's good. Yeah, see, I do HelloFresh, so I'm, mm. I'm yeah. horrible at meal prepping. I just don't know how to cook. Well, I don't know how to organize. Dude, cooking sucks, yeah. man. So HelloFresh does it for me. Like, I, I just, like, just got to cook it, but it's like the ingredients the are there. Yeah. I don't have to think about, you know? Um, however, you know, the, again, nothing against any of this, but it's a, it's a lot of money. <laughs> no, it, so it, it's a little bit up there. Like, I think half the cost, but you, but you get, I think, one shipment a month. You can you can set it up to however you want to, right? So yeah. you could do monthly if you want, but like, dude, we had twenty pounds of meat. That's a lot How for two people or two and a half people. Uh, I was like a buck fifty, which is it's, 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 not it's bad, still not bad. it's still going to be more than if you're going to go to like you know like a Giant or a Wegmans or something like that. Maybe not. Uh, probably more affordable if you're going to go to like a Whole Foods. Dude, I would meat is guess. Crazy expensive. But um, but yeah, I mean it was a lot of it's a lot of food to to last us a long time. So I mean we you know one fifty we had all of our you know, protein meat that we needed for the entire month. In, in that in that zone, right? So, Kenta, are you doing the open this year? <laughs> <laughs> um, I will be. No doing pressure. It. No, I'm, I will be doing. It. I don't know if I'm going to be doing it the way you are going to be doing Duh, it. I do. I do not expect that. Um, I, I don't expect that from anyone. I um. So I guess this is you know. I guess we're going right into the meat and potatoes. Um, I've been really enjoying. Um, experimenting on programming mm-hmm. and just dabbling into fitness. So, like, I enjoy weightlifting, which is why we started with that conversation. But it was one of the things that I I've been truly missing in my like umbrella, if you would say. Uh, I've competed in CrossFit with you several times, right? And then done individual for the Open for four years. I don't think I'm perfected whatsoever, but I know roughly what that entails in a um, workout setting for sure. Weightlifting, I've done it for a year solely, but I've never fully competed in it, and um, which shows why I bailed my first competition. I just didn't know how to right. perform in an environment where there's no music, judges literally looking at your form 110%, um, and you are literally on a clock, right? When it comes to CrossFit, um, you form is there, but it's, you know, you can kind of risk the form for speed in certain things, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in weightlifting, if you do that, you will you will literally miss the lift. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just trying to get weightlifting on an umbrella so I can literally be better at programming for uh, the members and things like that. Um, so I will be doing the open so I can f- still feel the intensity and feel what is needed to compete. Um, I just don't, I'm 
there's not going to be a lot of blood on my knees or my elbows <laughs> when doing wall walks. So let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and fair I, and I don't think that there needs to be like you know, the open should be a fun thing, yeah. you know, and I want everyone to participate for fun. There is, you know, a bunch of different people and athletes at different levels in this gym and everybody kind of takes something different from it, but you know, at the heart of it, it's just about being a part of the community, about having fun, about, you know, it's really a celebration of your ability to move and sweat and like be healthy sure. every year. You know, that's how I see it. So, you know, you can take it really seriously and you can push yourself really hard and you can, you know, set some big goals for yourself. But like, I definitely don't think that's necessary. And I don't think that it like, if that's what you want intrinsically within yourself, cool. But like, I hope that no one feels any pressure from me or any of the other coaches that you need to you know, perform at a certain level in order to do the open yeah. or have to, you know, be, have a certain goal or train a certain amount. Like it should really just be, Hey, this is my Friday workout and we're just going to make this Friday, you know, for the next three weeks, a hell of a lot more fun. So. Yeah. I like how you said that because, um, I'm viewing, like, I'm still going to give it my best, of course. right? Uh, I'm just viewing the open, not necessarily the improvement of my physical capability in the competition style, but actually seeing how much I could improve myself by my programming alone. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's different. So I, it's still a scale, which I think that's, what's important about the open. I know uh, some people have already told me, I don't know if I'm going to sign up. Like you should, because it's a scale of your progress, right? Mm -hmm. Your progress could be, you know, I'm, I decided to eat healthier this year and maybe it's just see how that impacts your performance. Right. Um, you know, you could kind of get nerdy in numbers, but I'm excited to see how weightlifting type of training and um, some conditioning training, how that will impact my progress. Right. I might do well with heavier load workouts that if you know me from the past, I did horrible in, right? Any deadlift workout, I, you might, I might as well just talk me up and I'm done. Um, so maybe those are the workouts I tend to do better this year, right? Who knows? Um, but, but yeah. So what do you, um, you know, I guess that's a good place to go is, I've heard a lot of weightlifting coaches talk about GPP yeah. as far as like, you know, if you want to lift heavy weights, you need to be fit enough so that your heart pumps well and that, you know, you can lift those heavy weights. You know, there's not, sure, it's not cardio, but there is some aspect of GPP that's required for weightlifting. You know, you can't just be yeah. totally out of shape. Sure. So I, mean, I don't think that, you know, doing a couple CrossFit workouts isn't, you know, you're definitely at a place where it's not like you may not do your very, very best, but like, I definitely don't think you're not as fit as you once were just because you're doing weightlifting primarily now, you know? So I, what do you think about like adding, if you are a weightlifter, um, adding in GPP, adding in some kind of CrossFit training, like how do you think that affects, do you think it helps? Do you think it hurts? Um, I think it helps. You just got to be intentional with what you do, right? Like um, coming uh, kind of on Brandon, like I've seen he, he comes in and he does some class workouts and he does his own thing, but he's intentional with what you're doing, right? As long as like you're, there is a goal in mind of like the workout you're deciding to do, you know, that's really what matters, right? So like for me, I might not do uh, tons of like light barbell work because the amount of time I'm spending with a barbell, right. um, my warm-ups alone is with an empty barbell and that's about 15 minutes of me snatching with an empty barbell. Like mm -hmm. that's equivalent to a uh, Fran, right? right? Like if you think about it from a thruster's point of view, the amount of time I'm cycling a barbell or Grace or Isabel. Um, so I might not focus on that, but 
you need, I mean, you just said it, one of your biggest muscles is your heart. So if your heart can't physically pump, like, how are you going to get under a barbell, stand up, and take a breath before you jerk? You're not going to. Yep. That's the end of it, right? So, um, you know, and it goes down to other, like, mechanics. Like, a healthier heart, right, allows blood flow, right? You don't want, in the middle of your training, have high blood pressure or low blood pressure, and now you're not training for a couple <laughs> Blacking months. out at the top of the clean. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, I like... GPP is a lot of different ways. Like you can use GPP for breathing exercise, breathing uh, conditioning for your heart. Um, you can even do it for like ligaments, right? Like um, when you're cross or not crossfitting, when you're weightlifting, your joints are really only moving up and down, up and down, up and down, right? For sure. Um, I'm going to be doing something where I add an athlete day, so my active rest day will be like uh, a lot of box jumps, right? So uh, some explosion like uh, movements, uh, broad jumps. Um, maybe some sprints on a bike with a sprint, right? Um, some sled work. So, it, I mean, if you think you're about still it, getting your heart up, you're still yeah. like breathing. Yeah. And you, you can know, use not... CrossFit style Metcon or style timeframe domains to get a workout in, right? So for sure, yeah. yeah. And I think that you know, if you're not, if you're not exercising your heart and you're not doing some kind of GPP, you know, doing some kind of accessory stuff, like you can take the lifts really far, you know. But like, you definitely need to, you know, keep yourself generally healthy. You know, it's not like back in the 80s when it would be like, hey, you know, snatch 120, go outside, smoke a cigarette, <laughs> come in, snatch 130, you know, <laughs> like, it's just not the, uh, you know, it's not the healthiest way to do it. You know, I don't think it's, I think there was a whole, people kind of have this fear of like, you know, if I'm doing a, if I'm doing cardio, then my strength is becoming decreased. Like people see those as like competing things when they're really not, at least I don't think so. You know, I think that CrossFit training especially has shown that you can get really fit and really strong at the same time. And, you know, it's not like if you're only, if you're doing cardio, then all of a sudden like your muscle is just peeling off your frame, you know, unless you're focused on like bodybuilding or something like that. So, um, you want to take a quick break? Yeah. Cool. So we're back, uh, after the short break. So I, I want to take it back yeah, a couple notches <laughs> because we, we, we did talk a little bit about where, you know, what happened with me recently, but I've been on this podcast. I think the last time I've been on this podcast was six months ago. So yeah, it's been a while. It, it has been, too, it's been too long. And I think your life has changed dramatically. So, so what's, what's going on with your okay, life? Okay. So we've had, we've had Kent on twice. Was the last time that we had him on, were we outside? Yeah. We were outside. Mm-hmm. That was like a year ago. Man, that was, that was, was a summer. long time ago. Okay. So what's happened in my life in a year? I've gotten married. I have a kid on the way. I'm trying oh, wow. to buy a house. I got a lot. I got a lot of stuff going on. All this stuff is good. Uh, wh- what am I trying to do uh, on the fitness on the fitness side of things? We had a good conversation about this last week when we were talking about you know why do we come in to do what you're doing in the CrossFit space? So yeah. for me right now, I had a shit ton of back problems um, for a couple of months. Really don't know the reason why. Gym helped. I got a new mattress that helped. Um, and then I've been focusing on doing strength-related exercises. And for whatever reason, I don't really know. Maybe we can talk about this a little bit. When I would squat heavy, a lot of the pressure in my back would be alleviated. Um, and I started doing that probably about a month ago. And I saw a little bit of progress. And I am basically pain-free in my back now, Good. which is really cool. So, um, And I did for several months. I really got away from doing any semblance of any strength work. I would come in. I would do Metcons. Um, I would do some bodybuilding stuff. I'm doing jujitsu right now, but I wouldn't do anything that was on the strength side. And uh, 
so now that now my my only intent right now is I want uh, my strength numbers to go up. So I'd love to I want to hit a 350 in a front squat. Never done that before. I want to hit uh, 450 again in a deadlift. I've only ever done that once. Uh, pressing I don't care so much about, and then bench pressing I really just want to do a progressive overload thing, three to four reps, four sets over time, and just increase that. I don't really have a set number in that. And then besides that. Dude, I just want to come in here three or four times a week, do a workout, maybe two, and uh, hit it pretty hard while moving well. And that's all just to, to keep myself healthy, keep the ticker moving well, and keep my lungs in a, in a really good place. Um, and then doing all that while, while being pain-free. The back stuff really, yeah. really was not fun for a couple of weeks. See, I think – and because I think my brother's having the same similar problem. Yeah. Um, I – and this is just my opinion – People are going to get mad when I say this, but I think it's because we're, a lot of people are working from home. Like yep. the amount Dude. of the amount of sitting we are doing, like it's like I know like yep. it doesn't feel like it, or, or, or uh, people might not understand that right away. But you're, we're not physically built to be sitting in those chairs. Nope. I feel like I should start standing for this podcast now. <laughs> yeah, let's do it from standing. There. <laughs> so, so the pack thing that it's interesting you say that it started intensely when I came back from Michigan from Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and I was in a car for 10 hours yep. and sitting the whole time. Right. So that didn't help it. I had a mattress that was super, super firm. And so it didn't allow That's to like sink in. Mattress. Yeah. So we got a new thing there too. Right. And then it was a bunch of other stuff. That's interesting though. Cause I also, I also work from home and I spend large parts sitting during the day. Although now I will go over um, to Sydney has this like multi desk thing, and I'll I'll stand over there for like an hour or two. No, I mean once it, I get too like, into it. That's how Charlie hurt his back sitting in a chair, man. I'm telling you, it, it, <laughs> it, my brother sits like he sits in a chair yeah. all day, and yeah, like, and like I get it, like you know, it's not your fault, right? But like when you when you're when your hips are angled this way the entire time, and you don't get the opposite activation, I guess you will say, and then the the, the only thing you're doing is you're coming from your your house where you're sitting to a car where you're sitting, sitting. Yeah. to a class where you literally are trying to squat, like your body's getting into that position and then trying to go the opposite direction with heavy load. Like, like if you don't get hurt, you're lucky. Like, <laughs> like, and that, you know, and so I'm um, leading to that and going into slightly the programming. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but extra work will have a lot of the small things, right? So uh, I know it's been, Wait, when you say small things, what does that mean? Yeah. So things that, um, Tip, it is a little bit hard to get in a uh, strength or conditioning class, right? Uh, and, and, you know, going back to you asking me, what am I doing for the open? And we're talking about intentional working out. Uh, everyone's at different places, right? You know, for you, maybe you want to improve your back squat, but our strength program is, you know, focusing on maybe front squat and um, deadlift, for sure. example, right? Um, the extra work we'll have throughout the cycle will be working on a specific weakness so like this this cycle we are really hitting the row um so there are a lot of people who don't feel comfortable in a row uh some people do so if you do maybe that's not an option that you take right you can do another option which we'll go into in a second uh but then you'll do the rowing right um we have one where it's pull-up progressions right some people are horrible in pull-ups and they just want to find something that they can do instead of just coming in here waiting to do a pull-up on a pull-up day mm-hmm. um so it literally is working on the weaknesses um we're trying to cycle them through so that if you do follow them all you're getting equal amount of work um if you don't and you just want to hit like the rowing which i think uh kev comes in here and just hits the bike mm-hmm. uh because he knows that's his weakness that's all he has time so he does his class workout conditioning and bike 
and then if he follows the bike entirely, he'll get a program of a bike for sure. Bike, uh, so right now with the extra work, and I'm not paying attention, I, sure. I go in there and I'll pick some stuff out from time to time. But do you have like a, a specific like bike cycle that you're doing on yeah. there? Is that a particular? Di- That's really cool. Yeah. Okay. So it, so in CrossFit class, uh, so in our conditioning and strength uh, strength class, the strength class is supposed to be standalone, right? Because I know there are people who just come in to get strong and don't want to do the conditioning or people come in to do conditioning and don't want to get strong, right? Uh, depending on their goals. So the conditioning is laid out so that it progresses uh, over time. Yep. Uh, strength is the same. In the extra work, I'm adding a biking progression. So peop- so if you want to improve the bike, you want to do the bike one every week because mm-hmm. it, it goes, it adds on to the previous week, right? So um, this week we have, we're, we're, we're Leading up to the open, we're doing barbell cycling. That's what we added. So it's barbell cycling for the next six uh, weeks leading up to the open. Uh, the first two weeks is about just understanding your load, your rep range. So nine seven five, how how long you, or what load you can do unbroken at nine seven five. Then week three, four, five, six, we're gonna take similar of those loads and do them for thirty seconds on, a minute off, right? It, trying to build the capacity of understanding if I get off of a bike, if I get off a row and there's a barbell in front of me, what was I able to do during extra work and how did I feel on the rest, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, data is important. Um, we all know everyone gets excited on that first workout and you get on that bike, you go extremely crazy <laughs> and then you get off there and you're like, I made a mistake, right? So it's supposed to give you some awareness of you know your body and understanding what you can do after conditioning into your strength. So. But yes, to answer your question, they do progress um, on top of each other. So yeah, it's really cool. I've noticed the barbell cycling stuff too because that's like my absolute worst thing. And we were doing—I can't remember what the workout was, but it was like pick a weight, doing it on the minute. Oh, it was three, three, and three. It's thrusters, cleans, uh, jerks. jerks, and that was that was really cool, and it was really hard. I yeah. really enjoyed that as well. And and you know, just talking to everybody else who doesn't really understand programming, like Kent is putting a ton of thought into this stuff. Um, back when I was doing programming, I thought I put a ton of thought into it. Um, but you know, I really just wanted to make sure it was balanced, that we were hitting stuff that was going to be in the open more than we were hitting stuff otherwise, uh, but making sure that it was going to be balanced across all time domains. I was never getting into like, all right, we need to make sure that we're working on, you know, the bike on this cycle. I would just make sure that like, Hey, I want to make sure that we're hitting the bike on occasion. Right. So that's some serious thought that's going into that. And, uh, that's really cool, man. Yeah. And from someone who's, you know, doing all of the work, like I'm, taking the classes i'm doing the extra work as much as i can i'm doing the recovery work like i'm trying to put all the pieces together and i have seen like tremendous results in my personal fitness you know and i've been doing this for almost 10 years now so it's really cool to like continue to make progress you know my snatches feel better my knees are feeling better hey, clean. you know my conditioning feels great like, the other day. yeah my it's, you know i like Damn. we were talking about the pull-up progression you know i've been following those pull-up progressions you know, I'm doing like 70 pound pull-ups for sets of three to five. Like that's never had that's a strength like that before, you know? So it's really cool to, you know, be able to do something where, you know, and this is really what I wanted when I started with you in programming is like, I wanted something where it can be, you know, the group class feel, but also like, you know, there's a bunch of people that want more, you know? And mm-hmm. like, I don't, I do think that intensity over volume is everything, um, you know, but there's definitely a point where, you know, if you want to get to a certain level, you're going to have to do some more volume. You're going to have to spend more time in the gym, like we talked about last week. Um, so I, I think it's been great. I've had great success with, 
you know, doing all the work. And it makes me feel really good, too. So especially all the stuff that I don't want to do, like the yeah. freaking single leg RDLs and like <laughs> the dumbbell, like the dumbbell bench press tempo stuff, like that's stuff that I just won't put in the time to do if someone, you know, if it's not on the board and I've just kind of committed, you know, hey, I'm going to do extra work. I'm going to pick the one that I suck at. And it's not going to be barbell cycling, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, you don't need that. Um, but yeah, so like that, that's the intent. Um, one of the things that you know, I appreciate you noticing it because one of the hard thing is, is that some things have to be constant. Um, so for Squats. strength, for example, like you, you have to have a progression for it. With CrossFit, you still do, but the constantly varied is a key aspect to it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I'm, I'm always going back to our conversations a second ago, but you were talking about why GPP is important. Like uh, adaptation is very important, and adaptation only happens when you do things that you're not comfortable doing and doing things that are kind of like spontaneous and I wouldn't say random, but things that you're not completely prepared for, right? So, um, and that's where CrossFit uh, con or conditioning our CrossFit classes comes in because they're 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 not random, but they are not intentional to be like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, where it's like uh, intentional in like a progression that way. It's progressed in a longer span of things, so you're still getting the like the constantly like unknown factor. But if you want to progress in like the pull up, the single leg strength, the bike intervals. Those need to be a little bit more constant, and that's why the extra work is there. So it kind of meets a lot of different categories. So, um. and if, and if you like, you know, and I'll, I keep going back to this, but a lot of these decisions about what you should do when is really comes down to a coaching conversation. So I definitely recommend either get with myself or Kenta, and you know, spend thirty minutes with us, and you know, tell us what your goals are, and if you have a goal of getting a pull-up you should probably you know it's easy to point you towards hey do these yeah. things don't do these things especially now with the amount of programming that's up there um so if you're ever confused or don't know what to do or you know feel like you want to do more but you don't know if that's okay or whether you should or whatever like have a conversation with one of us you know i'd love to help you figure out how to put more volume into your training and how to make that work with the rest of your life so that other things don't fall apart um but yeah, yeah, if you need help, we're here for you. If you want to just do all the work on the board, go for it too, you know? So. So, something I learned too, you know, hashtag USA Weightlifting Level 2. Um, the, one of the best ways to add volume, to simplify it, is to decrease the amount of things you do in the same day, but increase your days, right? So like if you come in on Monday and you're like, I want to focus on a lot of volume, right? You, you do like, oh, let's say you do all three, strength, conditioning, and extra work. But then you're like, on throughout the week, you're like, I want to add an extra day. Instead of adding an extra day and doing all three, go back the next week and then do maybe two on Monday and, and then day. do whatever the third part was on the extra day. So you're, you're keeping the volume of it, of like intensity the same. You're just adding an extra day until you get comfortable with that and then increase that volume that way, which is honestly like duh, but like it's, it's amazing to look at it that way. So for sure. And yeah. you know, I see that I think that's one of the big mistakes that a lot of CrossFitters make, especially as they're trying to approach an elite level, is that they think, okay, I need to add more volume in order to keep up with the competition, but they don't really have that time in their schedule. And so they're like, okay, well, instead of, you know, I can go to the gym at five o'clock at night. So instead of going from five to six, I'll just go from five to nine. Yeah. And then you just end up spending like very little intensity on the last four to five pieces 
and you'd be better off keeping your hour, you know, and then maybe trying to figure out how to get a session in early in the morning. Um, and, and I honestly think if your time is so restricted that you, you know, only have 90 minutes or something, you can get very, very fit in 90 minutes if you're paying attention to your recovery and your nutrition and everything else outside of the gym. But, you know, just adding, just adding on more volume in the same session, I did that for years. Yeah, well, and we like misfits. Yep. And it just nothing wrong with misfits. No, I mean, they were, it was a great program. It was, you know, you know, great for any, but one thing they said too, the whole time was like, Hey, this is meant for professional athletes. This is meant for people who have time yep. to do all of this work in three different sessions. You know, and a lot of people want to play like they're at an elite level in CrossFit <laughs> from the training standpoint, but they don't want to do it from the recovery standpoint. And they don't want to like, be smart about it where they can break it up into, you know, multiple different sessions throughout the day. So, I mean, one thing that I've done this past week that's made me feel great is I come in at 6 a.m. and I just do the strength piece and then I leave, you know, and it's like I spend 15 minutes, 20 minutes warming up for the strength piece. I do the 30 minute class and then I spend 10 to 15 minutes afterwards rolling out my quads, doing some accessory stuff and then I go home eat breakfast, come back later, you know, do one of the pieces, go home, eat lunch, come back, you know, and I recognize that not everybody has that as their life. Um, but I definitely think it's a bad idea to just cram in a whole bunch of stuff into the time that you have. You'd be better off, you know, spending quality time with the little bit of time you have. So. Uh, the place that I want to go to next is, uh, dude, talk to me about the mustache, man. I can't get over it right Why? now. I like it, I but uh, so you did it in November. How does the wife feel about it, and why are you continuing to have the mustache right now? Is this just like you're, hey, this, this is how I'm demonstrating my freedom, and this is the one thing I can control in my, my life? Down. Like, what is it, man? Um, yeah, so, I mean, I did it for, you know, for the mustaches, yeah, for the November, you know, right. we did November, raised some money, you know, it was a good cause. Um, and then, like, the day after, everybody shaved, and I think I was just, like, busy and forgot to or whatever. And then everyone's like, oh, you're keeping it. And then I was like, no, nah, I just haven't shaved. And then eventually it got really long to where it was, like, in my food. Oh, yeah, that's nice. And it was really annoying. Um, and so I was just like, you know what, I'm done with this. And then I shaved it off. And when I shaved it off, the next day, everyone was like, oh, man, you shaved the stash. Why? So I was just like, ugh. And then, I don't know, I just, I think it, um, I don't like being clean shaven. Mm. Um, I have, like, some acne scars from when I was younger on my upper lip, too. So, like, the mustache kind of hides that a little bit. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Just. I like it. I like it, yeah. So yeah, and I, Kenta kept I, tried, I tried to keep keep it too, but then um, I got. I think you look sick went, with a mustache. When I went back to work, um, not didn't work from home, kind of kind of lazy. But I think I'm gonna clean this back up and I'm gonna keep this again. Yeah, I, think I like look, it. I th- I think you look great with it. You know, and like, I feel like nowadays it's like, it's That's becoming less like a like ironic kind of thing to wear a mustache and more like a distinguished kind of thing. Sure. Um, I don't know, and a beard just. I don't think it looks good on me. I feel like you got to have a certain type of beard to rock a nice beard. And mine never got to that point when I tried to grow it. So I feel like I can rock the stash. 
No, I think you, so. you you do rock the stash, man. That. But you but you brought it back, and I was just I was just curious on that, and I had to I had to bring that up before we were going to move forward. Um, so guys, uh, with the open coming up, like what 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 are you guys working on here next couple of weeks? Uh, kind of in preparation for that. Staying stuff? Staying healthy, not getting hurt. <laughs> I am feeling like I said, thanks you to your wonderful programming. I am feeling very very fit. Um, how very do you strong. how do you feel going into this uh, compared to last year? Oh. 300 times better. Oh, well, baby. Well, last year you also had last some year, knee issues too, right? Yeah, so last year my knees were really banged up. Um, and, like, last year I was just kind of taking it for fun. And I wanted, you know, my thing last year was the content side of it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to put out, like, a, I wanted to put out a YouTube video as soon as I could, um, basically to try and get ahead of, like, all of the competition of people that were going to be making the similar video. And so I did them on Thursday night filmed myself doing it and then literally stayed up from like 10 o'clock until like nine the next morning film or editing this video and then i'd release it and then it was just not like <laughs> i was doing it for the content not yeah. like to perform well are you yeah. gonna be you gonna um, video so this year's th- no this year is going to be 100 percent focused on performance cool. um so i'll definitely still do some content around it um and i definitely still want to put you know my opinion about it but I'm not going to do the workout the night before and give my like immediate reaction. I think that, you know, maybe Kenta and I will sit down and watch the announcement together and then give like our, you know, opinion about it right away and what we would do strategy wise. Mm-hmm. So we can film and do that on Thursday night. Um, but yeah, spending, staying up all night was not, not the way to succeed <laughs> physically. So yeah, <clears throat> I have a different approach. Um, and we talked a little bit about me doing it. I will be doing it. Um, but this year, there's going to be a lot of content. Um, and it's going to be a lot of resources for everyone here. Mm-hmm. Um, so including members, right? That's really what I'm going to be putting my majority of my effort in this year. So, um, you know, I've noticed, and this is just something I've noticed from being a part of gyms, uh, even being an athlete, is that we always look for those, like, the special programs everywhere uh, because something might not be offered with within your community, right? Um, I'm working with Monroe, working with Ali, uh, working with anyone who really wants to put input in um, and want to create like some like actual program that you guys can get your hands on at this gym, right? For sure. Uh, I think it's important for me to know who who's involved um, and for you guys to know that the coaches who know you the best are involved in it, right? Um, so it's not just going to be like a, hey, this is how you're going to get your double unders. You know, they're, it's going to be more thought out on like, hey, these are where our members are, our majority of what we need to be doing. Uh, and I'm going to create a good, you know, program on whatever it is, whether it's pull-ups. Um, we will be having a squat cycle. So this will be some like a squat cycle program that I will be offering. Um, and that'll be separate from the strength Yeah, this will be class, sep- right? completely separate for people who really just want to dial down their squats. For sure. Uh, it will be offered through Verity um, for our members. We'll have a clinic. So we're going to try to offer a lot of clinics. Um, and for people who show up to clinics, we'll get a discount on those programs uh, because you're there to see how those programs are supposed to be done and how to move well so you can do them on your own. Um, so Ali and I are, are working on a squat program. So for some of you guys who know, Ali has a background in corrective uh, exercise. So we're going to be implementing how to warm up correctly before a squat, how to squat correctly in your squat cycle, and then how to properly warm down correctly. Um, and like that, we all know that's going to take 
a lot more time than 30 minutes, right? So um, that will be offered very high depth in, in detail, um, and so will the um, workshop. So there are going to be sure. tons of those. I would h- highly recommend you guys you know, leave a comment in on YouTube or on our um, community page what you want to see because that's going to motivate me to put those content up. For sure. And, you know, talking about clinics, the gymnastics workshop that um, Coach Chelsea Chelsea is doing is uh, February 13th. It's a Sunday. Um, I don't know how many spots are left there. I haven't looked. Um, But, yeah, that's going to be the next workshop we're holding. So um, I'm super excited, especially about the squat cycle. And these are going to be, you know, we want to offer kind of like bolt-on programs that you can – you know, still do your normal strength stuff in, in the class and do the conditioning workouts. But if you, you know, let's say that you missed the rowing work that we did in extra work this past time, sure. you know, then you could just go ahead and grab that rowing Correct. progression. And over the next eight weeks, you can, you know, just follow it on your own on the side, even though it's not programmed in extra work anymore. It's still there for you. If you need, you know, pull up progressions, squat progressions, you know, I built a yep. uh, knees and Nordics program to help um, Jeff out with his banged up knees issue. So I'm going to be releasing that knees and Nordics program probably next week whenever I finish up little videos for it. So um, super cool stuff coming. And when you pay for it, it's yours. Yep. So like that's the thing too. Like if you were to, you know, go on a trip, you're traveling, you might have to do some other things. Like you own that program so you can, you know, just do whenever. redo it whenever you want. Um, and there will be, you know, variations of it. We'll have volume one, volume two as you, we progress as a, as a community. So. For sure. Yep. Very exciting. Awesome, guys. Where else do we want to go for this one, or you guys just want to wrap it up? I think let's wrap it up. I think, that's I, I think it's cool. Let's do some closing thoughts here. For me, I just need to get my personal life in order, man. I need to, I need <laughs> to buy a house. I need, to, all of us. I need to keep my head above water in regards to all this stuff. I, honestly, if I just, I'm, I'm really happy with where I'm at and, yeah. and what I'm doing and how my time is allocated. I just sure. need to keep Should fighting be. the good fight and, and stay patient. Sure. And I'm looking forward to the open. I'm going to be here on Friday nights. So I hope the rest of you guys will be too. Uh, Monroe, what you got? Um man i didn't think you were going to go to me next and i <laughs> cancel let's go to you well right now i you know i'm gonna have headphones in and very focused on march yep. um after that i'm gonna be heads down on you know creating content for you guys um there is going to be i'm obviously going to be growing a separate channel just so that you guys can get weightlifting content uh, mm-hmm. and specific programming content um, just so that, you know, like the Verity page and Ver- Verity YouTube is not getting flooded with so many different things. Um, so that will be happening. Um, I, I, it sounds like I need to get my life together because it sounds like <laughs> I'm over here stressing about how level two was. And, you know, you're having a kid married and buying a house. So. Dude, uh, stuff is rel- or, uh, relative, right? It's, <laughs> yeah, it's relative, dude. Sure. Like I have like, I don't know, maybe you're doing a lot more program or a lot more uh, – Volume that I'm doing, and that like that's hard too, man. It's all yeah, different, sure. right? It's all different. Uh, Monroe. Uh, yeah, still don't really have anything to say. Um, <laughs> it's been a great podcast. Um, love having you on Kenta. We might have him more uh, on as a consistent guest. I hope uh-huh. you guys like this multiple angle thing we got going on. I'm gonna try and make the uh, the visuals a little bit more intriguing. Um, so continue to uh, check out the podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure to give us a five star review. Uh, if you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, like the video, share it with your friends. Earth Fed Muscles coming. The Open's coming. Sign up. Yeah. Brandon? 
this, this is the oh, this is my closing that? thoughts. Yeah, 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 I had yeah, it on. Yeah, I was man. on a roll. You're right there. You're swinging for this the fences. This has been the Barry <laughs> Podcast. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you guys soon. Catch you guys next time.